to a brand new episode of Fair Pitfall Podcast. I'm Brian Frenio, joined by me and my co-host. We got Nana Beto in the house. We got Anshul from Fortnite Media. We got uh, my boy Christian Dyer. And we got the one and only Nana Gang Podcast, Dion Johnson. I'm excited for this game, but also very nervous about this game. I feel it, man. What's up, everyone everyone in the chat? Welcome. Going on, chat. Yeah, we got a special guest, uh, Perry, coming on later on. And we got another one, uh, Zangarian, who'll be joining us shortly. Uh, But let's get right into it, guys. Um, What, we're four days away to the big game? What's your expectations? And uh what do the Niners have to do to start off hot uh Dion, let's go with you first well my expectations for the game is for us to have six fucking super bowls at the end of the day um i expect him i hope that kyle gets back to what he knows best um i don't want him to send brock out there all 50 fucking times i want him to stick to what he knows Run the ball to set up the pass, play action, bootlegs, play to the strengths of the offense, don't play to the weaknesses, um, and just be smart about it. Um, I expect Brock Purdy to go out there and do what he does. Uh, No reason for anyone to, uh, you know, think that he's not going to do otherwise. one thing I do have to say is uh, thank you so much to Cam Newton um, and thank you so much to the faithful uh, because we have definitely had a lot of people come in and tell us that, you know, go right at Cam. And that's beautiful. I love it. Um, you know what I'm saying? Cam is always going to be the crybaby. He's always going to continue to complain. You know, he's always going to say he locks bright purdy. Whatever that is. At the end of the day, I expect us to go in, punch these motherfuckers in the mouth, and uh, land that knockout blow so we can uh, celebrate, finally get this sixth Lombardi. And uh, I look forward to us doing it again next year, damn it. Let's go. Kick it over to uh, Christian. What do you think, bro? Um, I mean, I'm nervous especially this week because it's like the week of the Super Bowl. I think I kind of didn't feel it too much last week. I had a, a week, but I'm, I'm really nervous. I just – I feel like I can't get a good read on this game. I feel like that mostly comes from um, we haven't played our best, even though we've won the two games leading up to this game. We haven't played our best, so I'm like, are we going to play our best? And – you know, smack the Chiefs around. Is it going to be close? Then I'm—I know it's probably stupid, but I'm still worried. Like close, the refs going to play a part in it. Taylor Swift thing because yeah, I just don't try. I don't know. There's been so much stuff about the NFL, and I don't trust them. I'm like, the gonna the game's going to be skewed to a certain way if it's close. And you know, maybe I'm just being a conspiracy theorist, but I don't know. I'm 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 nervous in in many different ways. Like, are we gonna show up? Is Kyle gonna get in his own way? Are the refs gonna be an issue? Um, I'm hoping it's just a blowout, and then the refs don't have a really any way to get in the way. Um, one thing that I did kind of 
why I've been thinking, you know, notice though, is when the Niners have had like more than a week to prep for a team, we've been pretty damn dominant. This year, because it happens right when we play the Steelers in week one, you have multiple weeks to prepare for that game. And then the only other game where we had more than a week to prepare for a team was Jacksonville after the bye week. And so technically in games, we played, our, we played two of our best season um, when we had multiple weeks to prepare. The defense played their best. Like the defense probably played their best game all year against, against Jacksonville, I would say. So I'd like to think that maybe the fact that we had two weeks to prepare, that, that's like that extra week really helps out the defense, helps out Wilkes with his game plan. So that makes me feel good. Like there's a chance that we could be come out and be dominant, but mostly I've just been um, unsure of myself and nervous. I think it's just because this should be the year that we do it. And I'm nervous that if we don't, um, I don't know when, it, when it's going to happen. <laughs> and mentally I can't take another Super Bowl loss. All right, uh, Anshul, go ahead. Yeah, um, I'm actually, I feel like in kind of the same spot as Christian. I'm just nervous as hell because this will be my first Super Bowl, you know, that I see if we do get the win. Because um, I haven't seen us win. This is the only team I have left that hasn't won anything in my lifetime. So I'm really hoping that we win. But, um. Yeah, I need this team to start off faster um, on both sides of the ball. I need the Niners to, you know, dominate in the trenches. Um, you know, they need to go out there and show, like, they, they got to take over the game from the start. Um, just kind of like, that. that's what I loved with, you know, the Green Bay game. Like, for the Packers, right, they just came out and were showing. We're not messing around. That's what we need to be doing, I think, in this game. And just everybody's got to do their job. Um, so hopefully the defense, you know, cleans up some things. Because we all know that they had some, you know, missed uh, reads and, you know, not filling the proper gra- gaps. So, um, yeah, and I'd like to see Kyle use a lot of the running backs. I just don't know if that's actually going to happen. Uh, you know, I know we kind of talked about this last week, too, a little bit when we did our last show. But, I mean it'd be nice and hopefully Kyle's maybe saving some tricks in this game. And that's why he hasn't really been playing nobody else. So hopefully, yeah. Yeah. For me, uh, we got to start, we got to start fast. Um, We got to come in and, and start kicking ass. If we play our type of defense, our type of offense, I am not worried about the Chiefs at all. I'm not worried about the team. They can't score more than 30 points, but twice this season. Um, we just can't keep Patrick Mahomes close. You keep him close, you're, you're asking for him to come back and kick your ass. So we got to put points, and we got to protect those points. Uh, defensively, we got to make sure we tackle. We, we uh, disrupt the quarterback and just Better coverage on the open field, on those screens. They're going to do screens. That's one thing they like to do. We got to make sure we are on top of those screens. And hopefully uh, 
somebody will get a chili pepper and stick it up Mr. Uh, Chase Young's ass and burn some fire in him because I'm going to need him to play. No disrespect for Chase, but I, I just can't get a little bit from him. I need him to be disruptive right next to Bosa. We can't afford a mediocre, just a guy on the team. I need some guy with dominance. Pressure needs to come on that side if we want to get anything done. But I have a great feeling that we're going to come out, we're going to play fast, and we're going to handle business. I think the Niners were embarrassed these last two games in the playoffs. They, even though they survived and they came back and won it, for one, they know they can do it. But I don't know if they want to put themselves in their shoes again. I think they're going to come firing on all cylinders, and I'm excited to watch. All right, so uh, while Brandon's driving, you know, his Wi-Fi is going to be body as shit. Um, so I'm going to take over the MC until he gets <laughs> gets somewhere stable. Um, So I'm going to kick it right back to you, Bethel. Um, did a little something, you know, on TikTok. Uh, y'all not messing with me on TikTok, at SwiftD1. Um, you know what I'm saying? Trying to grow that out Working there. Working for the Chinese, are you? Hey, look, man, I don't give a fuck what you say. The Chinese pay. God damn it. Hey, so, uh, that they do. That they at do. The end, at the end of the day, money is money. It's all green. I don't give a fuck how I get it. Uh, but I'm going to kick it back to you, Beth, though. Um, and we can we can go around and get everybody's thoughts. Um, who's the better quarterback in this situation, man? And be honest with it, because I was honest with it on my TikTok about it. Um, I'm not going to sit up here and fake the funk and try to put somebody on a pedestal they don't belong on. But uh, who do you feel is the better quarterback uh, out of Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy? Obviously, the better quarterback all the way around is Patrick Mahomes. But if you ask me who is the better quarterback in the Super Bowl with Mm -hmm. the team surrounded around him, I'm going to say Brock Purdy. I am. I think Brock Purdy has the the weapons that uh, Mahomes is lacking in. He's lacking the top receivers. He has Kelsey. And he has Pacheco, but that's about it. Who else? The young kid Rice is stepping up, but he's not all that. We, I mean, you got Debo, you got uh, Christian McCaffrey, you got um, a Uke kid on, and the rest of the gang. And Jennings. a new element: you got his legs. Brock mm-hmm. Purdy has his legs; they can use to get out of some of those predicaments. So, as a quarterback in general, I'll be stupid to say that Brock is better than Mahomes, but in this game, I think it's pre- I think it's Brock, in my opinion. What about you, media? Um, yeah, I mean, Mahomes obviously been playing for longer, and I mean, th- th- he's been to multiple Super Bowls in the past few years, and so Mahomes, no doubt, says the better quarterback. Um, I mean, I don't even care what he, how he was looking in you know the regular season because right now he's been looking like Patrick Mahomes still. And that's what matters right now. So I definitely think, you know, of course, Purdy is great and all. I do agree with Beto. I do expect to see him use his legs a little bit more, especially if, you know, he is getting pressured and there's nobody, you know, there. Brock's good at extending the plays too. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. All right. Before, uh, before Christian answers, uh, everybody, this is Darian. This is my cousin's boyfriend. Uh, this is Dion Christian, Beto, and Ancho. What's up, homie? What's good? I'm just going to let you know right now, my guy, you entered the lion's den. We get crazy. We talk shit. 
So uh, just be prepared, man. You know what I'm saying? Just be prepared. And uh, if you feel like you got a point, jump in and throw that motherfucker in there. Um, all love for you to come on the show, man. We welcome you with open arms. Um, but uh, yeah, get a little crazy up in here, man. So we keep it, we keep it one thou while we we do not pull punches around here. Um, everybody that you see on this panel will tell you the truth. Uh, you see me and Bethel. I tell you right now, that's my fucking guy. That's Black my boy, dude. brother. I love Bethel, man. But he loves Kyle Shanahan and I don't. So you know how that works. But either way, man, uh, Christian, talk to me about the quarterback situation here. And then we're going to kick it over to our <sighs> I mean, obviously, Mahomes has a bigger body of work and has been considered, you know, the next GOAT. I, I wouldn't consider him the GOAT, right? He, Regardless of what he does, he had a chance to play the GOAT. The goat. <laughs> I wouldn't even consider Brady the goat, but we'll 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 call Brady the goat, right? And they're trying to compare Mahomes to the goat, but I'm sorry, he lost every time he played the old goat, right? By that time, he would. By that by that time, the goat had the goatee and the gray hairs, and he still lost to him. So, I, I personally have always thought Mahomes like is a good quarterback. I don't think he's the best quarterback in the league. I don't really hold him to the standard as much as everybody else does. I think his he's been so great and his game is so good because he's great on the off-script plays, right? He, he has the best offensive play, one of the you know best offensive minds to ever coach in this game and Andy Reid. But the reason him and Andy Reid are such a pairing is because Andy Reid is an amazing play caller. But if those plays break down, my homes is, you know, obviously really good off-script plays you know this what i like to call this call the schoolyard bullshit you know um the way i look at Mahomes is i look at him as a as a more polished young russell wilson he did russell wilson did all this stuff all the stuff that Mahomes did in his first couple of years that's what that's what russell wilson was doing russell wilson wasn't being considered the greatest russell doesn't have the super bowl to show for it he didn't even his, you know, but so, and if you go off this year, pretty outperformed homes in every single way, right? You can go mm -hmm. off the weapons, you can go off the stuff. Nobody's going to say Purdy's better than Mahomes, but Purdy has been way better than Mahomes this whole season. Yeah, Purdy's had some bad games, but he's also been, been much better. I mean, you know, to Antro's point, he's saying Mahomes is looking like Mahomes in the playoffs. Is he really? 17 points, 68 yards passing in the second half against the Ravens and scoring zero points? Like, he hasn't been that great. Like, played a Dolphins team that obviously, you know, didn't come to play. They didn't want to be there in the cold. Third string Browns or Bills defense, right? They didn't nearly have anybody. And a Ravens team who decided to piss down their leg when they should have won the game. <laughs> so, I mean, they did. I mean, you're, you're running the ball for eight, nine, 15 yards here. Every, every play is a chunk play run, and they ran the ball like nine times or something in that game or whatever it was. So, yeah, they're winning, but, like, they're not winning because Mahomes. They're winning because their defense is really good. Like, how often do you win a playoff game when you score 17 points? Like, you know, and then Mahal or uh, 
Purdy, he hasn't been that great in the playoffs so far either. He's been really clutch late in games. So he's kind of the opposite of Mahomes right now. Both of these guys are the opposites of each other. Mahomes has played good to, you know, to start games and get a lead, right, and play well enough to keep the lead. And Purdy's been bad to start, and then he comes up clutch and finishes strong. You know, he's his second half against the Lions is better is better than anything Mahomes has done in the playoffs so far. Um, but really, neither of these guys have been top level so far in the playoffs. Um, so if you want to just go off this year, yeah, you'd say you trust Brock more because of the body of work from this season. Um, and it's still Mahomes, but it really just, uh, this is going to come down to, you know, which one, which Purdy do we get? Which, which Mahomes did the Chiefs get? Okay. But, you know, <clears throat> from what I, what I've seen is Purdy, I mean, Mahomes doesn't have the whole Brady factor where it doesn't matter who his receivers are because mm. Mahomes is elevating these other receivers on his team. He's not elevating, like he's not throwing to scrubs and making them good and win and like doing what Brady did with, with the Patriots. So like, I, I'm not, I'm not as scared of, of Mahomes. It's just the Niners are going to win based off of Purdy. So that's why Purdy is the better, the better quarterback in this game, because if the, it's the, the Niners winning is going to ball Purdy plays. Okay. I don't think the chiefs winning is going to fully depend on how well Mahomes plays. Cause if they win, it's going to be because they're defense. All right. They so, they don't you know they they average like what 17, 18 points a game this year mm-hmm. on offense. Niners average thirty. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, Darian, uh, let's get your thoughts. Who would be the uh, better QB in this game, man? Is it Patrick Mahomes or Brock the Glock Purdy? Take yourself off mute. You flipped your camera. <laughs> it's all right. It's probably his first time doing the stream yard thing. Do you get it? it? It is his first time. Yeah. yeah. It I think I got it now. I just got to turn my camera around. There you go. I hear you. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Camera. Sorry, guys. Hold on. It's weird. It's all right. On my phone here. There, camera. Okay. there we go. All right. Um. So when it comes to the comparison idea of uh, Mahomes and Purdy, I'm gonna come in a little neutral here. Um. This year, I definitely agree that Purdy has had the way better year, and he's been thrown into a lot of different situations um, compared to Mahomes. Mahomes has had that high level since his last couple of years, obviously winning a Super Bowl, winning two Super Bowls now. Um, and it's, it's different because they put him on a very, very high pedestal, whereas Purdy still has that last pick of the draft mentality behind him which is why a lot of people don't have him at that high of a pedestal um 
But if we're basing it off of the whole season, Purdy has been the better quarterback. But a lot of people still have their money on Mahomes winning the game compared to Purdy winning the game as quarterback. Overall, team-wise, I think it comes a little differently. Because I think the Niners' defense is obviously way better than the Chiefs' defense on paper and in uh, what they've been playing, even though the first two playoff games, their defense has not played a full game yet. They, the Niners' defense has not played a full 48 minutes of football yet. So I think they could definitely save their best football for the biggest game of the season. I could totally see that because that Mahomes offense, he does not have the receivers and he has not elevated those players yet on offense. He just really has Kelsey. So if you can control Kelsey to the minimum, I don't think Pacheco is going to run all over the defense. And I think that's what's going to win the football game is going to be time possession with Purdy controlling the clock on offense and scoring touchdowns. You can't not score touchdowns against the Chiefs. It just it has to it has to happen. Um, but that would be the way to beat Mahomes is control clock and limit his possessions. And Purdy would definitely wouldn't do that because he is above not just a game manager, he is a game changer. Because talking about Cam Newton, where he's a game changer. They, they wouldn't be here without that second half against the Lions. So, whatever Cam says, whatever Cam says, he you know, he's off his rocker. So, that's what I got right now. So, we'll go keep from there. I don't know what you guys think. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, man, I like your sentiments. You came at that with a really, really good uh, synopsis of what's going on, man. That makes total sense, um, what you're saying. Um, I got to echo your sentiments for me personally. Um <clears throat> If you look at the body of work, you have to go Patrick Mahomes. Um, but if you look at it from a standpoint of who's just been an overall better quarterback, you got to give it to Brock Purdy. Um, you know, I know we mentioned Cam, you know, I know I mentioned Cam Newton earlier. Um, here's the situation. Cam got on out there, and he's out there with the Super Bowl media and everybody, and he kindly asked us as Niner fans to stop adding him. Let me explain something to you, Cam. When you shut your mouth about our quarterback, we'll stop adding you. The more shit you talk about Brock Purdy, the more shit we're going to talk about you. At the end of the day, Cam, there's no question um, that you had that situation in Carolina, that you did what you did. No one is discounting what you did. No one's discounting the fact that you were Superman for several years. But what you did was waste your life away in a city that never gave you anything back for it. And it's nothing against the city of Carolina. It's nothing against North Carolina or Charlotte or anybody. But you stayed there all those years, and you never won nothing. You had one opportunity, and you made a business decision to fail. You overthrew Ted Ginn Jr. You had a chance to jump on that ball, but you didn't. There were moments in that game where you had an opportunity to show everybody who Cam Newton was, and you failed. Yet here this young man is in his second year, and he's doing what you couldn't do. He is who you are not. And I, once again, I'm not saying that Cam was not an amazing talent because he was. That man could throw, he could run. But at the end of the day, when you left Carolina, you were not the same Cam Newton that you were. 
Even coming back to Carolina, you still weren't the same Cam Newton that you were. So you want us to stop adding you? Keep your mouth shut about our quarterback, and we'll leave you alone. At the end of the day, you have to realize one thing. Game manager or not, this young man has done his job. He comes into work every single day. He gives the glory to God. You can't be mad at that. And he goes out there on that field with the mindset of, I'm going to be better for the guys around me. I'm going to do whatever it takes to win this game. So at the end of the day, don't waste your time. You can talk all the crap you want. You can ask us to stop adding you. But the more your mouth opens with Brock Purdy's name coming out of it, the more we will bombard you as the faithful and show you what's going on. We have an amazing talent and quarterback that we didn't even know existed. And I'll say this. Kyle literally came out and said, hey, somebody got a mute because I am echoing. I don't know who it is. Let's see. Okay, yeah, there we go. Yeah, whenever you're using a phone, uh, Darion, yeah, you got to mute yourself when you're not talking because it'll echo because it'll hear you. You'll hear me. Um, but either way, I will say this. Kyle Shanahan came out and said this young man was better than everybody, better than the quarterback he wasted a bunch of draft picks on, better than Jimmy Garoppolo. You had to go to your head. You had to go to your owner, your owner and justify fucking those picks off by telling him, hey, the last dude we took in the draft is actually the best guy. So I'll say this and we can move forward and Brandon will get back and see. But at the end of the day, I was right. Kyle Shanahan never believed in Trey Lance and he never wanted him. Because if you draft a guy with the last pick in the draft and say that dude's better than Jimmy Garoppolo and the guy you wasted all those picks for, it tells me you never care. So at the end of the day, hey, you got your quarterback. Congratulations. But once again, people, I have been proven right. Kyle, don't fuck with black quarterbacks. It is what the fuck it is. So Brandon dropped off and ran away. What? Uh, wait, so- wait, Dion, Dion. If, if that has nothing to do with it if if they're going against each other and you can just just see and you can just see that Purdy's better because with your eyes tell you who the best quarterback it's like you okay it's a fact and it's a fact i'm not gonna i'm not i'm not gonna open that door because we'll go on about that for years it's not about it being a fact it's about the fact that you went to your owner and had to justify fucking off several picks that you wasted on a quarterback you had no belief in. And you brought in a guy with the last pick and said, this dude is better than the guy I've had starting for several years and the dude I wasted picks on. Don't tell me that is not the fact that, that, that Kyle does not care for black quarterbacks. It's been a proven fact. I'm not going to go back into it because I've proven it to you time and time again with nothing but facts. I never lied to you. I've only hit you with facts about the situation with him and black quarterbacks. It's very fucking simple. At the end of the day, no matter how many times y'all want to fight or try to argue or try to, 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 you know, erase that narrative, at the end of the day, Kyle Shanahan has a quarterback and it's Caucasian. And he likes that. And I'm cool with that. 
I love Brock Purdy. I love what he brings to what what he brings to the table. I love that he's helped us win all these games. I love what he's doing for us in the playoffs. And I'm gonna love him even more if he can bring us a Super Bowl ring. But at the end of the day, it still does not negate the fucking fact that I've hit y'all with nothing but truth. And y'all keep seeming to want to avoid the fact that's in your face. And if you want to avoid it, go right ahead. The truth is, Trey Lance sucks, bro. Trey Lance sucks. I, I, he's always going to suck. He's not going to be a good quarterback. Hey, he can he be never, yellow, hey. green, purple, and little grim, gremlin. That's not cool. But not, once again, has to do with black, at the, end, at the end of the day, once again, Kyle Shanahan proved me right by getting up there. He was a little saucy, too. If y'all couldn't tell, Kyle had a couple of beers in him. He, yeah, he, that that I saw. He proved him. He proved you right in the fact that he saw with his eyes what Brock Purdy can provide in the field and what Trey Lance couldn't, and that way that changed his mind. But when he drafted Trey, he he had the full intention of playing Trey. If he had it's the just, full intention of playing Trey Lance, then he would have stuck with Trey Lance no matter what happened. But if you suck, you just suck, bro. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, yeah. I, I never well, we said don't even know if he did suck. He's going to suck. He does suck. I never said he was the greatest quarterback that ever lived. I never said any of that. I'm no, just you did not. Out of fact, the young that 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 period point blank, y'all don't like to believe it, and y'all want to avoid it. At the end of the day, Kyle Shanahan has a preference at quarterback, and it's fucking Caucasian. Y'all want to keep lying to yourselves and don't <laughs> believe that that's the truth. Name a black quarterback that Kyle actually liked. I'll fucking wait. You can't. So let's move the fuck on because you're not gonna y'all y'all are not gonna win this argument. You're gonna keep name a good a, that name a black quarterback that can play good in this game. And he he's just chose that guy. too. He, it, yeah, it doesn't make a dent. He coached stupid. He failed both of them. And last year when he brought in last year when he brought in a quarterback quarterback. No, he brought in Josh Johnson out of familiarity. You know Kyle helps the homie. How many times has Kyle brought in somebody but he's out of black. familiarity on this Why squad? would he help him? Yeah. And he brought him in to be what? The third string guy. But he still brought him in, though. Why bring him in if he's black? Familiarity. And bring a white man. Guy. He had no shot at being on the field. Bro, you're not going to sell that. me on the black team, bro. And he only brought him in Sorry. just because he needed a third guy. Let's move the fuck on, man. Y'all already know how I feel about you're it. Wow, y'all wow, bro. You're going to keep failing because y'all don't have no facts. I got facts. I got shit to back up what I said. I got fat. Okay, well, I mean. Yeah, you got feelings, okay? Feelings are facts. Oh, Beto, okay? Damn, okay. Anyways, anyways, just real quick. Hey, just real quick, guys. Oh, you want to see muscles? There you go. I lost him about 10 years ago. But All right, hey, so just uh, shout out. Quarterbacks, I'll show my stomach. Kyle's only coach, too. He did really good <laughs> just, just let it go, bro. Let's move. Let's move on. Let it go, bro. You, you're gonna get hey, out. Uh, shout out, real quick. Shout well, out to James like Brown for saying for saying that uh, Brock Purdy is a game executive. Hey, whoa, you just say Beto, Beto, an Italian gave you four Super Bowls, so you shut your mouth. Oh, that's right. That's right. He yeah. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, but, let's I let's Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> yeah. but I was talking about Brandon. You say yeah. But I was talking about Brandon. Let's leave the paisanos alone, okay? No, and, hey, look. And their McDonald's the Wi-Fi. I think that all of us can agree. If we move on to the running backs, there is no fucking point in talking about it. We all know it's CMC. Isaiah Pacheco ain't done shit in this league to compare to CMC in any way, shape, or 
it's nice that the guy is there. It's nice that you exist, Isaiah. Congratulations on all the success that you've had this season. You are not Christian fucking McCaffrey. That is the, it, let, let me let me explain something to you. Chris Caffrey is the coldest fucking running back in the league. Period. There is nobody better than him. And if you name another running back, I guarantee you I will shoot down your argument. So we have to move forward because there's now this is where I really want to see it. I'm gonna give you something. I'm gonna start with Beto because he in the first spot. Who's the better tight end? Hmm. <laughs> Oh, that's easy, bro. And people want to call me biased. That's fine. Call me biased. Listen, you put Kelsey on the Niners offense. He doesn't produce as much as if you put Kittle on the Chiefs offense. Ooh. Kittle blocks. Point. He he catches. He does everything. Kelsey's more of a diva. They can catch the ball. I would love to have Kelsey, but he needs a system like Kansas City. He can't, he's not the type of guy that would just humble himself and block and take uh, pride in blocking. He wants the ball. Uh, so I, I say easily, George freaking Kittle. Let's go and, ahead and give it to our guest, uh, Darion. Go ahead, man. Oh, hold on. Let me unmute him. Go ahead, Darion. All right. So this has been the argument for that. Those two players, uh, Kittle and Kelsey, right? The two Ks at tight end, both part of the tight end university over in Iowa. Um, the difference was the original argument was Kelsey was always healthy, whereas Kittle was not. But now Kittle's put a couple of years together with Purdy, I think has elevated his game even more to where he, he's neck and neck with Kelsey. You can't take away Kelsey's ability as a receiver. But what sets Kittle apart is that getting down dirty and taking pride in blocking. Because that's what sets the offense up, especially with McCaffrey running behind that offensive line. Um, it's a very, very close comparison. Um, if I were to take a tight end in the red zone, I probably would take Kelsey just because he has a bigger body and he can jump up a little bit better. Um, but if I'm on a long drive and I need my tight end to get in block and run routes, you're taking Kittle all day. That's a good point, Darren. Very good point. Right, you know what? I'm going to bring it on down to Brandon. Mr. Yes, Wi-Fi, your turn. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going with Kittle as well. Um, honestly, Kelsey is this big because – Patrick Mahomes, he only throws to Kelsey. So, I mean, that's the only reason why he's that big and everybody talks about him. Um, Kittle, like Darian said, you know, the guy could run routes. He could block. He takes, dude, I mean, like, go back to the Lions game. Look how he took out uh, Hutchinson, man. So, I mean, the guy could do everything on the field. So, I'm going Kittle all the way. Media, what you got? Um, yeah, I think Kittle, for no doubt, I think is better than Kelsey. I mean, like you guys said, blocking and the tight end position ain't just receiver, Travis Kelsey. It's about blocking in the run game as well, too. I, I don't ever see Kelsey, I feel like, block. So I'm definitely taking Kittle all day. And also, yeah, just like Kittle, I mean, he's always had, you know, he's been on this team since the beginning, so... Just having that quarterback like carousel, 
you know, has been rough for Kittle. So, you know, he finally has the guy. And speaking of Kittle, too, I, I hope we get to see Kittle more in this game because <laughs> sometimes it's like we don't see him really at all you guys in the much. first half and then we end up using him more. It's even vice versa. So, man, Kyle Shanahan, use all your weapons. That's a good point there. Anyone, Christian, you want to add to that or? I'm sorry, what are we talking about again? Kittle and Kelsey, who's the better tight end? I mean, people are, people say that Kelsey's the goat. Right? Who did you vote for president first? No, just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but we ain't getting rid of the damn podcast. Oh, don't let him go no, in there. No, 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 no. I no. I, I, I think we'll, we'll, we'll probably avoid that. <laughs> um, you know, everybody says Kelsey's the goat. Blah blah blah. He, you know, he, but he's he's really just a receiver. I mean, yeah, he, you know, he lines up in the slot. He lines up on the line, right, in three-point stance. But he's he's a receiver. He's not he's not really a tight end. Tight ends are supposed to be. That's what they, said, it, that's what they said about him in prison. In the, they're supposed to be. He's not a tight end anymore. Trenches, he's a receiver. Right? Sorry, go ahead. Uh, okay. So, you know, he's supposed to be, you know, tight ends are supposed to be, you know, able <laughs> to block, able, able to, to do everything. That's kind of the point, you know. If you're really just there to catch the ball, you know, he's he's just really a big bodied receiver who's you know it, you know, he's really good. He's a, he's great because actually one thing I like do like about him, he does catch the ball with his hands a lot more than like most tight ends do, which is beneficial. But that's why I was saying he's more of just like a slower, you know, slot receiver than he would be a tight end. Because Kittle does everything you want. Kittle, you get everything from the tight end. You get a, a blocker who's one of the best guys, blo- you know, on the team blocking. Um, and then he's amazing with the ball in his hands, right? All you got to do is get the ball in Kittle's hands, and his ability to run after the catch is some in break tackles is some of the best. You know, he's one of the best in the league at doing so. So when you pair both, and you're going to go all around tight end. You're going to give it to Kittle. You can, and then, but if you're going to go just pass catching, you'll give it to Kelsey. So it's really what you're talking about and what you're referring to. It's really this this discussion seems like it's always going to be a move the goalpost kind of discussion because they they play the position completely differently. And and I guarantee you, if you asked both guys who's better, one's going to say the other, and the other one's going to say the other. They're not going to say themselves, right? They asked Kelsey. Uh, this week, and he said Kittle, right? And you know they're friends and and whatnot. And he said it was Kittle, uh, but I I know Kittle would probably say it was it would be Kelsey. So it's really it's just hard to to really say who's who's better because it it just depends. Like, but like the point made earlier, Kittle's better for our offense because we need that blocking, we need that ferociousness, and he's I would take him as a leader over Kelsey 1,000 times a week and twice on Sunday. He's absolutely amazing leader. He's the most positive guy on the team. He's the exact kind of guy you want in the locker room. 
100% way more, you know, than I'd want. Kelsey brings, obviously brings, you know, outside stuff and distractions and way more of a diva. So having a diva tight end to me is just weird in general. But so I would take Kittle obviously because of that, but he's obviously way more important to, to our team. Like he's one of the most important players on our team. So it's going to be bias. And I, I just think that the, this conversation is always never going to, it's never going to go anywhere because they aren't two tight ends that do the same thing. And then you're comparing them both. It, they're completely opposites of each other. So it's hard to compare both to oranges. It's the same no, position technically, mm-hmm. but because I would take Kittle be, and I would take Kittle because as somebody who likes old school football, Kittle's old school football to me, I like traditional tight ends that can sit there and block and put your, put your freaking ass in the dirt and then go up and freaking make some crazy catches and be, and be dominant. Right. That's what I prefer. So I would pick Kittle. It's just, I'm saying in a, in a long run in the, in, in the speak, you're, I don't think Kittle will even like say like in big media Hall of Fame type stuff. They're never going to put Kittle in the same category as as Kelsey because he doesn't catch the ball as much as Kelsey does. Um, but Kelsey doesn't hardly block at all. That, that's and that's what I mean that it's just always going to be hard to really have that discussion. All right, so media, mm-hmm. what you got for us, buddy? I already talked about Kittle and Kelsey. Oh, you did. My bad. Shit. Did we get to Darian? We got to everybody. Nice. All right. So. Beto, Beto, did you go? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I went. He was the first one. Yeah, Uh, okay. Hey, okay. I'm going to ask a question real quick. What what does our defense have to do to stop Mahomes and keep him in the pocket? Um, Darian, go first. Um, well, as a, I'm going to let you guys know right now, if you guys haven't told behind me, I'm kind of sneaking back here with some Raider stuff right there, sneaking in here. But the reason why I'm here is because I want to talk about how to control uh, Mahomes and that Kansas City offense. Um, as my team plays them twice a year and we obviously beat them on and spoiled their Christmas, which was a great day for me. Um, not so much for the Niners that day with Baltimore, but, um, when it comes to, keeping Mahomes in check, it is not really disguised because he, he reads the field very well as obviously he's the top-end quarterback, but it's just pressure. You just got to pressure him so much. You just cannot let that gas come off the, off the off the gas pedal. You cannot. So that earlier I heard somebody got to light a fire under Chase Young's ass, which is true because he has been very, very quiet um, these last couple games, even towards the end of the season. You didn't really hear much after that Jacksonville game from him. Um, if you can get Chase Young to get in that backfield, along with Bosa, and Armstead has been coming back week by week, this by this by week has helped him out a lot. If that if that front four can get to that to the backfield and pressure Mahomes and make him make quick decisions, which will lead him to bad mistakes, that's the way that defense is going to beat that that Kansas City offense. Okay, I, like I just want to say dog. one – hold on. I want to say one thing to the Raiders fan and why – I mean, the reason you guys ha- – and I'm going to give this guy his props. The reason you guys do so well against Mahomes is because you have, like, 
the guy with literally the unstoppable fucking motor on your team. That guy is insane how freaking much he can go without getting tired. Are you talking about Mr. Crosby? Mr. Crosby, dude. He is absolutely insane. Fucking monster. Fucking monster. Too bad the rest of the team sucks. But uh, uh, I don't, we don't want to get into that argument right now. We don't want to get into that argument. All I know is two of your team you hate the most is playing in your house for a title, bro. That How do you handle that as a Raider fan? I've heard it all week from every Niner fan in the Bay Area hitting my phone up after the NFC Which team you hate game. more, though, the Niners or Kansas City? You know, so demographically, obviously, I live here in San Jose. So, obviously, I know a lot more Niner fans here compared to Kansas City Chiefs fans. So... Would it hurt me to have either team win? Yeah, I hope both teams lose, but obviously that's not going to happen. So, realistically, I mean, this is obviously deja vu of 2020 before COVID ever happened. And that game was a, a teardropper for me, too. Come on, I don't know who I want to win. This is gonna wait. I don't even want to watch the game because I don't care for either of these teams. But, realistically, non-biased, the Niners would annoy me more just because I know more Niner fans will give me more shit. But realistically, I have them winning because they should be the better team. See, now, I can respect that. The reason being is because he came at it from an unbiased standpoint. I, I know in his head he's like, fuck both of these teams. Number one, because we were his Bay Area rival for all those years. Number two, because the Chiefs are an in-division uh, opponent and nobody wants to deal with that. I mean, that would be like us having to watch the fucking Raiders and the goddamn Rams playing the Super Bowl in Levi's. I can tell you right now with all certainty, I ain't allowing that to happen by my goddamn self. I'd be the first person at the stadium. I'm 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 doing shit I ain't supposed to be doing. Let's just say that. Can, can we just I'm say not fucking around letting either one of them play because I don't want to see either one of these bastards win shit in my house. I can tell you that much. But obviously. I think thinks the Niners should win because they literally beat the Chiefs when their quarterback couldn't complete a fucking pass in for three quarters, and they mm. still beat the Chiefs. No, I'm gonna tell you right now, like that's the, the beauty that's of, wild to me. Raiders, the beauty of the Raiders uh, versus the Chiefs is the Chiefs think they finna walk in and just be able to beat the Raiders, and the Raiders but always give them a fucking they, problem. They laid out a really that good was the first win over the Kansas City in a long time, though. But it they, was. They never make it easy is what I'm saying. That's what I'm alluding to. Like, they're they're just going in there and be like, oh, never, they don't, they don't just go in and, and Mahomes Divisional games are like that, though. 500 yeah. yards and all that. You guys playing the, it's similar to you guys playing the Rams. The Rams always give but if I'm Wilkes, if I'm Wilkes, if I'm Wilkes, yeah. I'm actually the Seahawks the always give us shit. The Rams, we ate them for breakfast every year. Yeah, no, honestly, I think. I'm going to tell you right now, the team that gives us the most shit is where I'm at. It's the fucking Cardinals. Damn birds won't just I die know. quietly. Little bastards always oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to somebody and shit. Get on my nerves. Every time we play okay. them, these fuckers will never just go quietly into the dark. But, okay, but I, 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 res, I respect that, though. Yeah, yeah, I respect that really? wholeheartedly, man. I know that kind of sucks. Bowl, I mean, we live in the Bay, so, you know, it's going to be a ton of Niner fans. Niners. Uh, what I would tell you is, hey, hey, at least you got a uh, show dog, and at least you got Cube on your side from Mount Westmore. You know, Forty is the only Niner fan there, and we all know the poor Snoop—he's a Steelers fan, and we we already know how that worked out. 
But um, what, what were you going to say, Lefty? I was say, like, when, so getting back to the Super Bowl, if I'm, like, if I'm, you know, games I'm focusing on and how to beat the Chiefs is actually that game, Christmas game where the Raiders defense absolutely stuffed the Chiefs mm-hmm. offense. Like, mm-hmm. they – they took it to them. I mean, that's 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 like the game where you're like, okay, we gotta try to emulate what the Raiders defense did. Like, I mean, that was Antonio Pierce's coming out game as a head coach. So that's if I'm Wilkes, that's kind of the game I'm focusing on. I've been thinking about that, you know, for two weeks. You know, since we figured out we were playing. I just hope our like, offense gotta, plays better than their offense in that game, <laughs> but. I hear you defensive-wise. we got to emulate the Raiders. Well, yeah, I, I definitely think our offense is going to play a lot better than their offense did. I mean, did. but it – Because O'Donnell could not move the ball. It, it really just comes out – our, our defense just needs to play well enough to slow the Chiefs down because they haven't mm. been that great on offense this year. They are one of the worst teams at scoring in the second half this year, right? They got mm-hmm. shut out in the second half of the AFC Championship game. Um, you know, we scored 24 unanswered points in the second half of the NFC championship game. So it's really going to come down to the, obviously the defense, but it's, you know, the defense just needs to play well enough to slow them down. Right. If they let them have 17 points, good. I mean, it's fine. We're going to win that game. Right. Um, the, the chief's offense is not scary in this game. It's really, what our offense can do against their defense. Their defense hasn't given up 30 points all season. So that's, that's the biggest thing. Not so much scared of what possibly what the uh, Chiefs offense is going to do to our defense. It's what our offense can do against their, their defense. I, I do think we're going to figure out how to stop the run. I don't think we're going to see lack of effort in this game. I don't think Pacheco's going to run all over us. I think both both the Packers and the Lions have way better run games than the Chiefs do, right? The the I think, what the Lions were the number two running team in the league this year. Yep, that's a huge difference, right? You, they had two one thousand yard rushers at running back. That's a big difference of what the Chiefs are going to do. So, um, and put, and their defense as good as it is, they can't stop the run. Their run defense is worse than ours. Maybe. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's it's the, the it's, that's what that's what's going to come down to. Which defense is going to do better at stopping the run? Um, but I, I would say our defense because our our strong suit in running the ball are really outside zone plays, right? Outside zone runs, and then that's what that's really what the Chiefs struggle the most at defensively is outside zone runs. They struggle with the the uh, screen plays. Um, so that's why I think. You know, we're going to run the ball a lot with McCaffrey, but I think I wouldn't be surprised if Debo takes his receiver screen to the house. So if you want to, if we want to start talking about the defensive weaknesses for the Chiefs, right, they have, they're really, really good in coverage, right? They're good in coverage on the outside. They're good in coverage downfield. Um, they do struggle a little bit more with the tight ends than they do receivers. So we have a chance with Kittle, but they're – not good at tackling in space, right? You can break tackle. You, you can you can break tackles, right, and get a lot of yak on them. Um, they they're not good at the at the at the screens, right? So, which we tend to be pretty good at, uh, even though we don't call a lot of halfback screens this year. 
and then we're really good at the outside runs. So it's really just this game is going to come down to is our ability on offense to attack their defense weaknesses because I think our our positive, you know strengths on offense match their defensive weaknesses. So that we should offense offensively dominate this game if we come out with the right game plan because. Purdy doesn't need to throw the ball more than 20, 25 times in this game. Like, he doesn't need to be the guy that wins it. He, if you just let him do that, then he's going to make, he's going to, if you throw 25 times, he's probably going to go, what, 18 of 25, 17 of 25. All his passes are probably going to be efficient. He's going to have time to throw because if he's only throwing it that much, we're running the ball well. So, I say we've got to run the ball at least 30 times. Yes, I agree. I agree. One hundred percent. Our, our run to pass ratio has to be lopsided in favor of the run. Yep. And uh, to Media's point earlier, um, we, we we need to see everybody, man. Kyle, that Christian McCaffrey is not the only person that exists. Okay, as much as we love him, as much as we love what he brings to the table, you do have Elijah Mitchell and George Mason, and they're all oh, fresh that, because you haven't. They're played. all yeah, and they all have fresh black. play. Elijah ain't sitting there crying. You ain't to. He, you opened up your press conference by stating, I typically open this up with an injury report, but I don't have anyone that's injured. With that being said, that means, hold on, that being said, that means everybody's healthy. For the life of me, mix up your backs. The reason you do that is because you will confuse the defense. They don't know the style of Jordan Mason. They don't know the style of Elijah Mitchell. All they did was watch film on CMC. I can guarantee you there is not a soul on that Chiefs defense that is worried about those other two backs that I just named. They all think in CMC. Why? Because what have you shown them all year long, Kyle? That all it is is Christian McCaffrey. So, so be smart and be intelligent. And for all the credit everybody gives you, use that super genius mind that you have and mix it up. Throw them in once in a while. I'm not saying take carries away from CMC where he's not the focal point. But I am stating be smart. Confuse these dudes. If I have a run up the gut, I'm putting in Jordan Mason. You know why? He's a banger, and that's what he likes to do. Okay. So I'm going to do that. But, Christian, hold on before you go. Don't start de- – if you're going to go, don't defend him on this. I'm not. Just I'm not. I'm what's going to happen. I'm, gonna, I'm going with what you're saying. So what I'm going with your yeah. point is if we are running the ball as much as we hope we will, we may see them. I still think the run game is going to be is going to be mostly McCaffrey and Debo. <laughs> I think there's a chance we might see. But why not? Uh, like, uh, I know. I'm just saying. I think there's a chance we, we backs, may bro. see we don't because have running backs. because because we may have to run uh, or we may run be running so much we may see our other running backs. I'm not just. Saying, we're going to see a lot of with the ball in the run game because they struggle in the run. Like I, we'll see those. Hopefully, see those Debo jet sweeps and whatnot. I think I'm telling you, I think McCaffrey and Debo are going to get the ball a lot in this game. It's going to be centered around mm-hmm. both of them running the ball. Now, if we're continuing to run the ball and run the ball well, 
yes, we will see the other guys, and it will be a good change of pace. Still don't think that we will see him as much as we might want to, but if we're winning the game, I don't – I mean, I don't I don't care as much, but it, I, I see I – like, I like putting it in because, like, I like, okay, run the ball, run the ball. McCaffrey needs a break. I want to hit freaking Mitchell with a receiver screen because his – you know what I mean? Something like that. Change it up. You know, I actually like Mitchell on the on the outside stretch play as well because of his speed. Get get Just him keep out the there, legs fresh. Put him well, in there. I assume. I assume we'll see a more of a. We might see more of a rotation. It is hard to to say for sure because McCaffrey is such a focal point of the offense, and every single time this year, when earlier in the season when Mitchell went in, we would run the ball and they would the defense would tee off on that. Oh, any they're running it we're going to stop them right mm. you know the when Mitchell was in against the against the Bengals they were going to messed up and then Curdy throws that interception because Mitchell messed up the play right so you know th- those things you have to think about too right yeah so, so really quickly um let let's let's deviate from this um Let's go with some X factors because we about an hour in. Um, go ahead, Darian. Uh, go ahead, give us your X factor on uh, offensive defense for the uh, for the Chiefs. Let's start with the Chiefs. Ooh, X factor for the Chiefs. Ooh, that's gonna be interesting. I was going Niners first, but X factor for the Chiefs will be Chris Jones in the middle. In the middle, if he just dis- just dis- destroys. The off at the line, it will ruin a lot of problems the Niners will have for game plans. Now you game plan for Chris Jones so much, you can only you have to contain him though. If you let him win his one on ones with the center, or if he moves over to the left guard and he blows by that double team without chipping him in the middle, you're gonna have to chip him every once in a while with the running back, maybe a Jordan Mason or Elijah Mitchell on third down. You're gonna have to chip him, even if he's in the middle for for pass pro. Um, Chris Jones would be my X factor on the Chiefs defense. Um, the Chiefs offense. I'm gonna go with the rookie, Rashid Rice, number four. He is their number one guy that is not named Travis Kelsey. I watched a game in Vegas this year when Kansas City came to town, and he caught the ball all over our defense in the second half. We cannot. He did not drop one ball, but he does have drop problems. But if he Goes off, which I don't think he will. I think there will be a lot more focus on Kelsey because of Taylor Swift and all this stuff. He has to get his touches. Um, Rashid Rice and Chris Jones for the Chiefs would be my X factors for that team. Gotta contain those two. If he doesn't touch the ball, he can't touch her. So. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Bethos, if you spoke, go ahead and give us your X factor for the Chiefs. (laughs) I don't. I don't really the, that is factor for the Chiefs is going to be uh, it's going to be her. Uh, some a Niner fan needs to go inside behind her, push out the window while the, they're showing her on camera. We need to keep her f- sleeping because she's coming from Japan, bro. Make her just uh, sleep throughout the entire game, man. No, but uh, all seriously though, it's going to be. I I agree with Darren. I think uh, Rice is uh, is going to be. Hopefully, he's not overlooked. You have Kelsey. They're obviously going to game plan for. They know what Patrick Mahomes, Pacheco, the same, but. Rice could be the X factor in the in this. Uh, we got to make sure we bump 
him. Don't let him run free. Uh, just feel the presence. But I think uh, I think Thomas will be up for the for the task in this game. I think he'll he'll play well, and I expect good because I expect Shavir's Ward to cover uh, Kelsey and and the and them and help out there. But uh, and on defense, for me, man, it's hard to go against uh, Chris Jones because he is a monster in the middle. But I think it's going to be uh, Duffy. I think his name the cor- the corner. Trey McDuffie. Yeah, yeah. We got to be careful with him, man, because uh, he can he can uh, disguise himself pretty good back there, and, and Brock Purdy can see one thing, and then next thing you know, he pops up and can get an uh, interception. So uh, he's worries me a little bit. So I think he'll be the X factor on defense. So we're gonna kick it down to Brandon, then we're gonna go to uh, media, and we're gonna say the best for last with uh, Lefty there. Um, so we just going Chiefs first? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, We're going to go with the losers first. <laughs> X Factor for me. Um, uh, on offense, I'm going to go Kelsey. Because uh, I just feel like uh, Patrick's just going to be throwing to him only. Maybe a little bit Rasheed Rice, but I see a lot more receptions for Kelsey, or at least attempts, I should say. And then defense. Um, I'm going to agree with everybody else, honestly. Uh, Chris Jones, he's a stud. Um, the guy the guy knows how to play, man. He comes off that 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 side, and he attacks you, man. So uh, we definitely got to watch out for that for sure. And if he's coming off that right side, dude, I'm kind of worried because McKivitt sucks ass. <laughs> okay, calm down there a little. All right, what you got, media? Um, so for me, I think for the Chiefs offensively, I'm gonna have to agree with Brandon. I think Travis Kelsey, I mean, just they have the the connection between you know Mahomes and um Kelsey's just I mean we the love connection they've been together for so long and it just they continue to even look better. So Niners definitely the linebackers are gonna have to play well, you know, Greenlaw, Fred Warren, they've been missing a few assignments in these last few games. Um and then defensively for the Chiefs, this might be an interesting one, but I'm going with George Karloftis on the edge. Um, I mean, I, I think he doesn't get enough love um, just because I think Chris Jones kind of gets all the love on that defensive line. So, Okay. So I'm going to do my really quick, and then we're going to give it to Lefty because Lefty get a little long-winded at times. No shit. Bro, bro I almost fall asleep because I just like <laughs> – I was about to shoot myself <laughs> until he stopped talking. I'm like, okay. I'll say I'll this. Put, I'll put it away. No, I'm just um, I, I, I do like the Rasheen Rice pick on, uh, on offense. I think that he's going to be a forgotten guy, and uh, if they do that, um, he's going to make them pay. Kids been coming along fairly well all year, all, all year long. Um, so we got to pay very close attention to him. As much as we're paying attention to Kelsey, we got to pay attention to uh, to uh, Rasheen Rice. Now I'm gonna flip this on um, defense. The Jerry Sneed, hey man, Sneed Sneed is a monster. A young man can ball. So I'm going to say LeJarrius Sneed is a dude you got to watch out for, man. He can make some fucking plays. But uh, let's give it over to uh, to Lefty. What you got here? Max Factor for the Chiefs, Bill Vinovich. Oh, okay. Okay. Who's that? 
the, the rest the of the It's it's the, it's the same reffing out there. That's the X Factor. <laughs> He's the fucking X Factor in 2019. Yeah. Hey, I don't disagree with that one. All right, so uh, All right, that, that's... I, I I can give you guys a serious one. I just I was okay. I I agree with yeah. that though. I agree with that. I just want you to know. Sam. <laughs> Really, the X factor, obviously, for the Chiefs' offense is Mahomes. He's not really ever – so far, he hasn't really had that – like a great performance in the Super Bowl. He's been to three. This is his fourth one. He hasn't He hasn't thrown up for over 300 yards in one of them yet. Um, yeah, his, he's best, got his worst performance five, have been the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, five, five touchdowns to four interceptions in the Super Bowl, right? He's not been great in this game. He's the X factor for them, right? He has to play his best. If they're going to win, he's going to have to actually not just dink and dunk his way down the field like he has all season this year. A um, couple of bigger plays to Kelsey here and there. So, And then for defense, like Dion said, it's Snead because Snead's going to be lined up against Ayuk. Ayuk can really shake anybody with his route running. So it's going to be how much separation can Ayuk get with Snead, sticky coverage, how well can he get open with – you know, with his um, route running, that's really going to be the matchup because he shut down, locked down all year. Uh, it's really, if Ayuk's going to be involved in the game, it's going to be because he's able to beat Snead one-on-one. Um, so, you know, that's that's going to be that's going to be the thing because I think if Ayuk can, if Ayuk's able to get the upper hand in that one that's going to be huge for the 49ers. So the, the the Chiefs need needs need to be at his best. That's great, man. Um so let's flip over to the Niners side of the ball. We're going to start with media first. Who is your X factor on offense and defense? Mm, okay. So offensively, I think it's going to be CMC, man. I think that this is his first Super Bowl. Um and I just think he's going to Put everything he's got on the line. I think he's just gonna have two. T- I think he's gonna have two touchdowns, maybe even a receiving touchdown mm. to, add to that. So I mean, I just think CMC is gonna ball the f out, man. Um, and then defensively, I mean, this guy has been disappointing. I don't know where he's been, but I'm glad he said we need to be better. I need to be better. I'm speaking of Chase Young, man. I think he's gonna be a big X factor in this game if we want to get pressure on. Mahomes, and then we'll get him a little bit off schedule and not let him extend the plays. Nice. Darian, what you got? <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to start on the defensive side. Um, I'm actually going to go with the ex-Kansas City Chief, Mooney Ward, to be an X-Factor on that defense. Like it. It's a high-stakes game for him not only because it's the Super Bowl, but it is his also former team he left because they didn't want to pay him. So this is going to be a huge game. I expect him to have at least one pick. He's going to have a pick of Pat Mahomes, and he's going to run it back in his face, and he's going to enjoy it with a W at the end of the night. But um, that's Mooney Ward's X-Factor on defense for me. I think he's going to have a big game. Um, offensively, I'm going to go with, obviously, the number one guy who was looked upon, looked over his first couple years in this system with Shanahan, who's had a hell of a year last year, hell of a year this year. Um, should have been a pro bowler, but obviously he's in the Super Bowl, so he doesn't need to be a pro bowler. It's 57. Brandon Ayuk, that's the guy. Oh. That's the guy. He's, I, I think he's going to have a receiving touchdown. He might honestly have the first touchdown in the Super Bowl. 
I'm going Super Bowl touchdown Ayuk and Mooney Ward with the pick. That's my two X factors. I love it, man. Brandon, what you got for us? Um, I'm gonna for defense. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Drake Greenlaw. Um, I know it's probably Beto's <laughs> option, no. but I'm uh I'm gonna take Greenlaw. I think he he gets his pick six in this game that he's been wanting. So I'm gonna say that, and then on offense, I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Debo Samuel. And I think De- I think that boy's gonna go off. He's gonna go off, man. Just watch. All right, uh, let's give it to Lefty real quick. What you got? Defense. I'm gonna go Hargrave. Uh, he gets he gets a chance, a chance for revenge. He lost to the Chiefs last year in the Super Bowl. Um, he kind of gets he's kind of getting a Christmas gift in this game with no Joe Tooney. Um, he's going up against a, a backup. There's no reason he shouldn't be able to dominate that backup if he's at his best. So he should be able to be a game wrecker in this game. He's going to be extra motivated, obviously losing last year um, to, to the same team. And you're going up against a backup. I mean, dude, you gotta, you gotta show up. So I think he's going to be the X factor getting pressure up the middle on Mahomes is the way to beat him. Um, for offense, it's, it's Debo for me, right? It's, I've been, fully on whether or not who to pick for MVP if we win this game. And for me, it's either Debo or McCaffrey, uh, one of the two. Um, I expect Debo to have a big game. I, I, I expect to think when things are close, if things are close, he's going to be, you know, in Kyle's ear, give me a damn ball kind of game. And I expect him to see him every time he has the ball in his hands to just be an absolute monster, whether you, you know, because it's going to take two, Every time he has the ball, it's not going to be easy to get him down. And I expect every time to get the ball in his hands to be big, positive gains just because out in the open field where the Chiefs struggle to struggle to tackle mm-hmm. and it's and they're vulnerable to broke, to, to breaking tackles, right, to, to missing tackles, um, I, I just think that there's a, there's a big chance that Debo just absolutely takes this game over. All right, Beto. Uh, for me, on defense – it's going to be Jair Brown. I expect him to be the X factor. I think he's going to come on strong, defending uh, Kelsey, hitting Kelsey. Uh, I expect him to come up big. That's my X factor. And on offense, it's going to be Mr. Juwan Effin Jennings. He's my X factor on offense, baby. I think this guy's going to ball in this game. I love it, man. For me, I just have two people that everybody knows, all pro Fred on defense. I expect a lot of shoulder shrugs from him from doing some great tackling. Um, I expect him to be able to uh, lock in with Kelsey and pay close attention to be able to uh, get him taken care of uh, offensively. I expect the people's tight end. George Kittle, to go out there and ball. Kyle, you have a tight end who can do it all. Let's remind the Chiefs what he can do in the passing game. If you give them that gentle reminder, they will be worried. Now, I'm going to say this really quick. 
I'm going to go with a talk your shit segment. We're going to start off with our guest. Go ahead and let loose. Let us know who you think is going to win. But talk your shit, man. Fight for the Raider fans who are just as upset as you that both of us is in your damn house playing for a Super Bowl and y'all ain't. Give them a little something to be happy and and, and, and feel good because I like the hire of Antonio Pierce. I love the fact that Devontae didn't leave. Uh, you've got Max Crosby. Let these Raider fans know, though I may not be happy with these two fucking teams in my house. I'm going to give you a winner, but I'm going to let you know it's still Raider Nation. Go right ahead. All right. I'm going to give you a winner and a final score prediction. Winner is going to be the 49ers. They have been the best team all year. They've had the best roster all year. They're going to win 27-14. Final score. Put it in writing. 27-14. I like it. To all my Raider fans that might hate that decision, just wait. Be patient. We got new some coming this year. Next couple of years, we're going to come. 2026, there's a Super Bowl coming to Levi Stadium, and I predict that we will be there enjoying it. But who's your quarterback? You're funny, my guy. My quarterback? No, I, don't. I don't care who my quarterback is. I'll, I'll wait until AP picks Jaden Daniels. That's my guy. I want Jaden Daniels. That's my prediction for what I want. Will we okay. get that? I don't know. We'll see what the You're probably going to get Knicks. I mean, he had a good – yeah, I don't know. It's still early with all these uh, – with the Senior Bowl and the, the All-Star game, all they had. I want to see the uh, Combine, see what they do again. Um, a lot of hit-or-miss reports with quarterbacks coming out of those things. So, um, I mean, what I would want is Jaden Daniels. He knows AP. AP wants him. That's what the reports have been coming out, that he wants Jaden Daniels. Um I just don't know if the front office will want to jump up all those picks to go get him. So we will see. But if the Niners end up winning, which they probably will, we're going to come back to Levi Stadium and win your house. We'll come back. Don't worry. We'll be back. All right. So I'm going to kick it over to the quietest person usually on our panel, and that's media, baby. Talk your shit, man. Let these cheap – no, man. Let these Chiefs fans have it, bro. Give it to them. Let them know, man. Let them know we ain't in here to play no game. So the first thing I'm going to start with, what was George Kittle saying after that 2020 season? Vengeance, baby. Vengeance. So I think the Niners are going to get their vengeance, man. I think they're tired of, you know, just like the Eagles game last year, they're disappointed. I think they're going to be disappointed as well. You know, they want to, I think, do it for some of these other guys. You know, Trent Williams, this is his first time in the Super Bowl to Sean Gibson Sr., first time in the Super Bowl. So I think the Niners want that vengeance, and I don't give a score prediction. So All right, Brandon, go six. ahead, man. All right. Um, so, like I've been telling people, I have a really good feeling about this Super Bowl compared to 2019. And like media said, we uh eight eight players on our team were in that Super Bowl in 2019. We come back. We hungry. We eating, and we're gonna mollywop them motherfuckers. I'm gonna say 31, 21. 
Okay. Go ahead, Lefty. Give it to him, man. And don't hold back, Lefty. Don't hold back, buddy. I know you got something I mean, in there, man. I ain't asked for no score prediction because I know you don't do that. Talk some shit, Lefty. Fucking Chiefs, man. I don't – I mean – I, 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 yes, I really want to beat the Chiefs. I mean, you guys know I probably hate the Chiefs most in our chat. I was getting shit rooting for the Eagles earlier this year against the Chiefs uh, and whatnot. Um, I really want to beat them. I, I can't really tell if I'm nervous or doubtful because of the fact that I'm just like kind of protecting myself from getting hurt if we do lose because. I'm kind of up and down. I'm like, I start thinking about things like where we're much better than them and we should win. And then I like come back down. I'm like, Oh, we could lose still. So I'm pretty nervous. I've been, I've been very much up and down, right? It's, it's been a long week and we're already Wednesday. Um, but I'd like to think we, we could blow this team out. I mean, that, that's what I'd like to see. I, I'd like to see us play our best. I'd like to see our defense show up, right? I'd like to see, us do what we did to the Jaguars after, you know, two weeks of preparation. That's what I want to see with two weeks of preparation to play the Chiefs. Um, I want to see Kyle call his best game. I want to see Wilkes his best game. Um, to me, this game, this game is either really close and something goes a, a certain kind of way for a team to win, other, or it's a blowout. Like, I think either the Niners win big or the, somehow the game's close. I don't see the Chiefs blow anybody out because they don't score enough points to do that really this year. Um, part of me has been leaning to go a blowout. Um, I want to see what I want to see is thirty-one ten. Like I want to see the Niners win thirty-one to ten. That's that's what I want to see. Um, I'm feeling more, you know, like thirty-one seventeen, but. It's really been hard for me to gauge. I'm like super nervous. I haven't been talking a lot of crap because I work with some Chiefs fans. I've been mostly quiet. Uh, I don't know. I'm. I just want the game to come and happen and be over with at this point because it's it's just uh, it's it's been a lot of up and down already. And all right, it, it, it uh, just depends on the day. So did we get you beat up? Yeah. We all can. right. Now, Beto, and Beto took his camera off, and he came back as Super Niner Beto, the luchador. The luchador, cabrones. Orale. Let's put some money on this shit, baby. Let's put some money on this shit, baby. We're going to bet some fucking money on this shit. Ooh, come on, show me a bunch of hundred dollars like that, baby. Let's like, go. Wait, bet the way Let's go. I ain't messing around, baby. We're gonna kick that ass. And take names later. No, nah, but seriously though, uh, I want a good game. I think we're gonna play a great game. I'm confident that the Niners are gonna take care of shit. I am gonna, I, I am gonna drop five grand on this game. So um, I expect a good return. I'm confident. Put my money. Where my mouth is at, right? Well, that's what I'm about to do. I believe in my squad. I know Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, and but he has not been playing uh, great football lately. Can he turn it up in a Super Bowl? Absolutely. I think the Niners came close two times in the preseason 
and losing the games, and then they came back. They know that they're able to come back now from deficit. Now it's about starting strong, starting fast, getting the ball. I don't expect the Kansas City Chiefs to have that comeback. They don't have the Tariq Hill that they can throw 30 or 40 yard or two. If they fall behind 14-plus points on us, uh, they don't have it. I mean, I believe they only scored 30 points twice this season. They barely score 17 points. The only problem is Baltimore can only score 10 on their side. The Niners play their type of football. I expect a ass-kicking on the Niners side. I know everybody and their mama's betting. Uh, when I'm talking about the, the, the talking heads, are betting uh, for Kansas City. I just want to be able to watch. First things first, big nose Nick Wright come with an excuse how his quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, lost to Brock Purdy, baby. All right. So I'm going to say this. Sorry, Deion. I'm, I'm going to cut you off real quick. About Go that. right ahead. Fuck Nick Wright. Fuck the Chiefs. Say your brother. That guy is a biased motherfucker on ESPN. He shouldn't even be on TV. Come Fuck on, bro. Guy. We we can both agree on that, baby. Let's go. All right. So this is what I'm going to say. I love what Beto did. Love that luchador mask. Shout out to every luchador that ever lived. Um, shout out to the ones that are Couldn't doing shit, though, but in the WWE. Um, you know, Legado del Fantasma, uh, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio. Um, shout out to all of the luchadors. Shout out to the late great Eddie Guerrero. Um, you know what I'm saying? We love all of Old them. Old school man. mascarada de plata. Mil mascaras. That's bro. Bro, bro shout, out Dra- shout out Dragon Lee, young yeah. young luchador on yeah. the rise. Also, right also, real quick, acknowledge me. Fuck Roman Reigns, man. <laughs> get his ass with the reformation. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know uh, what you're referenced for, but either way, fuck the rock too, Dion. I need you to slow down there, sir. Don't you ever say that? Don't you ever say that? You got to watch your mouth. I'll say it again. Come in and use your fucking political power and fuck over guys that have been busting their ass for this company. Fuck that. He ain't been busting shit. The niggas been getting dick rolled for five fucking for for several years. Don't get me started. Either way. Either way. Back to the facts. They're treating him the same way they treated his dad in the WWE, like shit. Treated like shit? I don't understand. They fucked him over last year at WrestleMania when he should have beat Roman, but of course, are you talking about Cody? And changed it. Yes. Yes, Cody. Yeah, they fucked him over. What do you think I'm talking about? I don't. Oh no, I thought you were talking about Reigns. No, oh, man, fuck, fuck Reigns. Fuck Roman. Hey, at the end of the day, back to this. Please, Newsflash, we're Chief talking fan. about soap opera. Newsflash, Chiefs fan. <laughs> Fuck Patrick Mahomes. Fuck Travis Kelly. Preach it, baby. Fuck his punk-ass brother that ain't shit. Fuck his ugly-ass wife. Taylor Swift ain't shit. And we gonna come in there and kick your teeth down your fucking throat. Okay? Like Nobody in here is a damn Swift. Nobody listens to that. Let her, but like I said, let her fall asleep because she's gonna fucking come from Japan. Dion trying to get us to fuck run through all right now. I'm gonna tell you right now, man. I don't care about none of the Kansas City Chiefs, okay? Fuck Pacheco, fuck Kels, fuck Mahomes, fuck Reed, fuck Spagnolo, fuck them all. Yeah, I don't like any of you bastards. I want you to lose. 
I want us to be the breaks off of you so bad that you go home and wind up in a depression until the year starts again. I have no reason to believe that any of you motherfuckers can do anything against my defense because my defense is that great. I have no reason to believe that any of you people can stop Christian McCaffrey because he's that great. Debo is that great. I Brandon Ayuk will break your ankles on any route that he runs if he chooses to. I have no reason to believe that Kyle Shanahan will get in his own way and screw himself out of a Super Bowl win. What I do have reason to believe is there is a people's tight end named George Kittle who is the best all-around tight end in the game. There is a young man named Debo Samuel. He got the nickname because he was stealing shit from people when he was a kid. He would take your stuff. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The best way for Debo to come out of the tunnel is on a fucking beach cruiser to let you know that he is on the way to snatch chains and take names. We don't care about the Chiefs. We going to go into the Raiders house, beat the brakes off of y'all, party all motherfucking night. And I guarantee you our parade will be better than that bum ass parade that the Rams had. That's all I got to say on that one. Yeah, the, where, where they had to hire people to go out there so they look right, like yeah, they hire motherfuckers this one. Well, what are you doing? Oh, well, uh, uh, I'm here for the Rams parade. Are you a Rams fan? Uh, I think uh, is uh, they're uh, like we're homeless, but they hired us, so we're out here. Yeah, is uh, Kurt Warner still their quarterback? No, yeah. oh, shit, I forgot. At the end of the day, we going into the Super Bowl with a head of steam. We ready to play like our hair is on fire. Our defense is ready to answer the call. We will be better in the run defense. Chase Young will have a fucking. Seven habanero peppers up his ass, along with the jalapeno in his mouth, purposely to get him going. We are going yep. to make sure that all pro Fred is out there, literally flying all, all over the place and jumping up and making sure that he punches people in the mouth. Mooney's definitely going to have his pick, as Darian said. There's another guy here mm. that I expect a lot from, and his name is Diamondo Lenore. Let's I go. expect him to shut down everything in that slot. Now, we're going to pray to sweet baby Jesus that Ambry pulls his head out of his ass and figures out how to play football again. But at the end of the day, there is nothing you can do to stop what we are going to do to the Chiefs. The Niners will prevail. This is our opportunity to get that six ring. We are not going to let it pass us by. We are going to bless Christian and uh, media with their first Super Bowl win of their lifetimes because they've only been a part of losses along with Brandon too. They've only been a part of the L's. They haven't been there for the dubs, but we going to be there for the dubs. And we are not talking about the golden state warriors. We're talking about winning this game because no one cares about the warriors. Amen to that. Hey, you better calm your ass down. Yeah. I know we trash this year. We still are fighting ass baby. right now, but hey. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. I had to do it. I had to do it. Okay. But hey, with that being said, man, um, everybody go ahead and give your final words. We can get the fuck out of here. We've been here for about an hour and a half, man. Um, but uh, yeah, We got 20 people strong. Yeah, 20 people strong. Let's Thank give you. Let's give it a man. In and hanging out with us. Uh, we gonna kick it off with Darian, man. Let 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 our guests get his final words in. Um, first off, I want to say thank you guys for having me on. 
it was awesome hearing you guys speak your speak your words on the game. Um, I hope it's a good game. I hope both teams lose. <laughs> if being honest, um, but I just hope it's gonna be a good game. If it's a blowout, wouldn't be surprised. If it's a close game, one of these quarterbacks is gonna win it, and whatever quarterback's gonna win it is gonna end the MVP. That's Brock my Brady. that's my final thing. If it's it's a close game, it's gonna be an MVP because that's how the NFL works. Yeah, always give it to the quarterback. Even if McCaffrey goes for 200 yards, it's gonna be the MVP if he wins it with a last minute touchdown. So, mm-hmm. um, good luck to you guys for your teams. I hope my team gets there soon. Um, but yeah, hope it's a good game. We'll see. We'll see you on Sunday. All right. Yeah, yeah, bring it up to Christian. Just about to come too. Let's bring, let's bring it up to Christian, man. Give us some final words, sir. I know you're a little nervous, but give it. Give us some, some, some pep talk, man. A little confidence, bro. Don't be nervous, man. We got know, this. Right. Let's go. Let's go kick these motherfuckers' ass. There's a Christian I know. There's my fellow lefty. God uh, damn it! I was right. waiting on him to jump hey. out. Hey, McCaffrey's gonna freaking have the best game of his career. I mean, when between him and Debo, dude, we're gonna see career games from both of them. I'm telling you, these guys are single. These guys are gonna carry this team on their back. And the Chiefs, the Chiefs defense isn't gonna know what what, what hit them. There we go. And I know, I know that Bosa is going to probably get double teamed, but I, I expect him to be an absolute game wrecker. He's not going to let this one go. He's just, and he's going against the freaking pretty terrible uh, tackle. So let's hope he can beat him. He's the most penalized guy in the league. Let's hope he continues that because Bosa is going to eat, eat his and his dinner and take his girl. There's Let's the Chris waiting for. I'm trying, dude. I'm trying. The, nerves, the, nerves have not let, the nerves have not let it come out, so I'm trying to force it. But You got it. I, let's go kick their ass. Media, man. Talk to them, buddy. Let's fucking make Taylor Swift fall asleep because she's worried about freaking coming back from Japan. I don't even want to see her face. Let's keep her sleeping, baby. Let's kick that ass. Let's get that Lombardi trophy, baby. He does, sir. Um, yeah, I, this is the most confident I've, I've felt um, since we've been going to the NFC Championship, since the Super Bowl, all that good stuff. Um, I'm feeling good about this game, dude. I've been excited all week. We've been watching all the media, you know, talk their shit, whatever. You know, we got some people that are all for Purdy, and then we got some that, oh yeah, you can't beat Patrick Mahomes type shit, uh, but. You know we're gonna go in there. We're gonna we're gonna get in there, destroy their asses. Um, I think this is this is where we get our vengeance back in, and get our get our shit going, and and get this dub and get our sixth Lombardi. Perry, right. finally in here, bro. What the hell? But then, uh, I was waiting for my break in my class for the longest time, so I have a minute. <laughs> Beth, Beth, though, give, give your final thoughts, and then we gonna get we gonna get a couple of things from Perry while he got a sec. Right, uh, real, real quick before I give my thoughts, uh, Darren. Uh, if I don't know if you know my boy, if you heard of my boy, but if you haven't, check him out. His name is the Raider Bear, uh, and he talks about the Raiders. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, so if you haven't checked him out, go support him. He has his YouTube channel and Facebook. I know since you guys like talking about the Raiders, it's all good. I appreciate you having you here. Uh, listen, hey, listen, no fear. Whatever happens, happens. It's going to happen. We're either have the victory or we're not. 
I'm not in fear. I believe in my team. I'm confident in my team. My team showed me that they can come back twice from a deficit, and I'm never going to allow fear or anything to me any other way. Kansas City had their time. It's our time. You don't get a you don't get the luck throw, uh, throws and catches like a uke when the the ball hits the helmet, and then he catches it, and then what's the name that never fumbles gives fumbles. Listen, shit like this doesn't happen unless the Super Bowl gods, football gods are looking at you. This is our year. We're getting number six, and we're going to celebrate this on Monday. And if and if in case that it doesn't happen that way, you guys better show up. Don't be hiding. But oh, uh, yeah. keep the same energy. But uh, yes, other than I'll, I'll give it to my boy, Anthony. What's up, Anthony? Can you guys hear me okay? How's it sound? Yeah, we got yeah. you, bro. We're good. We got you. All right. Yeah, I'm sorry for being on my cell phone. It's just, I mean, fucking college, man. What can I say? <laughs> you do uh, you, bro. So, you know, just to chime in on my two bits, uh, it's, you know, it's one of those games where I really think if the Niners can just frustrate Mahomes, it should be an okay game. And the reason why I say that is because I was listening to uh, – God, I forgot who I was listening to, but they said the best way to get at Patrick Mahomes is to frustrate him, and that's force interceptions, force incompletions, get him to break the pocket, just pressure him, do some shit on the guy, man, because I was reading some stats talking about how Mahomes is actually one of the worst quarterbacks when he's pressured, and that's the thing is that the Chiefs' offensive line is great. It doesn't compare to Green Bay or Detroit. So if there's any game where Chase Young is going to decide to play some football for us for once, it is the Super Bowl. So if anyone is going to step up on that defensive line other than Bosa, it has to be someone. Because the moment we see Mahomes get pissed off, it it changes the entire dynamic. I think we saw a lot of the times this season when the Chiefs were losing and just not playing well, Mahomes was blown up at his sideline entirely. So if we can get that version of Mahomes – just like the version of the Mahomes we got in the last Super Bowl where he threw two interceptions against us. Shit happens, I get it, but if we can force turnovers, if we can get that version of Mahomes just to play shitty football based on his level of play, I like our odds, guys. I really like our odds. I'm trying not to be a homer in that sense, but if we can get Mahomes to play some bad football, I think we'll have number six on our hands, guys. I really think we'll have number six on our hands, and I like those odds too. Thank you, All right, Brandon. Perry, Smiley. go ahead you and give your uh, X-Factor on offense and defense for both squads. Okay, so I'll start with the Chiefs. Uh, I actually think a very underrated X-Factor for the Chiefs is going to be Marquez uh, Valdez-Scantling. And the reason why is because mm. that, that dude is only going to get two or three targets. He's not going to eat. But yeah. it's it's big play or bust. It's a big play or bust. Mm-hmm. I know every mm-hmm. single one of you in this chat has screamed at our TVs when the Niners give up a fucking third and 15 or longer. It has happened numerous times this season. It's going to possibly happen with anyone. If it's anyone, it's Valdez Scantling. He, he's the big play threat on that team. I know he does get a case of the dropsies on offense, but... It doesn't matter, man. I mean, if the Niners are going to really escape this game, it's going to be limiting the big plays. And I'm expecting Marquez's name to come up once or twice, hopefully for the worst. But he's definitely like the underrated X factor, I think, because look at everything outside of Kelsey, Mahomes himself, Pacheco, Rishi Rice. The Chiefs offense is not that good, guys. It is not that good. But 
all it takes is one person to step up at the right time. Just like for us, when it was Chris Conley, for example, he made that huge catch. And it was like, where the fuck did this guy come from? That is yeah. because <laughs> a lot no, of people didn't even know who Marquez. he was. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's that's Marquez Scantling for the Chiefs. On defense, God, you know, it's really tough, but I honestly think it's gonna be Justin Reed, their big time safety. He's a very underrated safety mm-hmm. in the in the league. Safeties, I think he's gonna be uh the big guy because the Chiefs run a lot of cover one. So for those of you who don't know, cover one is single high safety. So one safety in the backfield. It's going to be about just attacking him. What kind of plays can he make? If uh, Ayuk, for example, breaks off of Jerry Sneed, it's going to be Ayuk versus Reed. Can Ayuk win that matchup where it's one-on-one contested catches? And Reed is really fucking good as a safety, guys. So Reed, I think, is another underrated X factor. But moving on from the Chiefs entirely, because at the end of the day, it's fuck the Chiefs. When we're talking about the Niners, though, I think entirely – the Niners X Factor, man, it it's CMC, you guys. I mean, it's the most vanilla answer I could possibly give, but it, it's CMC. It has to be. The offense runs through him, whether we think it's Debo or Kittle or Ayuk or whoever, it is CMC. If that guy can get going, holy shit, we're talking about a possible running back getting the Super Bowl MVP. No disrespect to Brock, but CMC is just the engine to this offense entirely, and getting him going is going to be key. Before I even guess, because I haven't been able to follow along too much, Christian, was CMC your X factor for the Niners? It was Debo. I've gone Debo. back and forth because I think yeah. Debo and, and McCaffrey are going to battle for the MVP this game. So yeah. I chose Debo, but I think the MVP is between the two of them. I think I 100% am with you because if someone's going to bust over 100 all purpose yards, it's not CMC, it's Debo. And I mean, God, guys, it's just the Niners have too many superstar x-factor offensive playmakers for me to think we are going to fucking lose this game even taking away just from me being an Irish fan because at the end of the day it's most likely the teams who have more star power more often than not those teams win super bowls it leans in our favor guys it really does but man just i, I know i gotta wrap it up here because i'm talking fucking forever but on defense though for mm-hmm. us guys i fucking love diamador lenore that man has been backing his shit up. That man has been talking like his it. dick. He, he did that interview with Keyshawn, or whoever the fuck that guy is, talking about Chauncey Gordon-Johnson. And, you know, it's just mm-hmm. they had so much confidence going into that game, into that locker room during halftime, too. Same thing. I really like what I've been seeing out of Lenore. I think the Niners, because of him, have elevated in the top five secondary status. Lenore is really underrated. And for a guy who isn't that big, he's sure as fuck place physical when we lost dj reed i was like dude who the fuck is going to replace this guy and again lenore isn't that big but he reminds me a lot of dj reed just because of how physical and how feisty he is so i don't like to predict stats for games usually but if anyone's going to step up and force some kind of turnover i really believe in lenore guys i really do because we i think we all trust mooney ward you know i think he's gonna lock mm-hmm. outside the field but it's gonna come down to lenore at the end of the day it's it's Rishi Rice and a bunch of you know no name wide receivers, but no name wide receivers. Come on, what about Kadarius Tony though, dude? See, hold on. How do you play? If he gets if he gets a turnover, it's going to be because he jumps on the dink and dunk routes on Rice mm-hmm. and picks it back for six. That's what's going to happen Chiefs, because the Chiefs' offense is all dink and dunk. It's all quick throws and yak. If, it, so like no I like what you're saying about yeah, they like to do a lot of screens. If, if yeah. Lenore does get a turnover, it'll be a pick six. It'll be a, at yeah. the line of screen. He, he reads it. And... 
I will you know, gladly take one of those bullshit legal contact penalties if Lenore's going to jump routes and try and be physical. I am perfectly okay with that. Don't be I surprised someone, if it's Greenlaw, too. Yeah, and Greenlaw. And I think, you know, one last thing. A very big underrated part of this game is we need to hit the shit out of Mahomes. And I, I'm not – I would never in my life speak about injuring people. I think I've seen a lot of people talk on that, and it's so fucked up. But what I'm talking is – when we play quarterbacks who run the read option, for example, I've always heard a lot of defensive players talk about how don't even worry about the ball. Just hit the person who you think has the ball. We need that level of mentality. We need that level of aggressiveness. So we are going to see Mahomes be a free runner a lot. We are going to need our defensive line to force a lot of coverage sacks because I trust our corners. I trust our secondary. But holy shit, you guys, Mahomes is a very effective runner. So when he becomes a runner, he needs to get hit. That starts with guys like Warner. That starts with guys like Dre Greenlaw as well. Just everyone needs to go out there and just lay the damn hammer on the guy. If we can do that and just lay a little bit of fear. They got to be disciplined in their gaps, bro. They need to be disciplined. And I, I'm looking at guys like Bosa, Chase Young, Javon Hargrave. They need to contain and they need to collapse at the same time. But again, if anyone is going to do it now, we are facing the worst offensive line that we have played in the playoffs. They just also happen to be a top 10 offensive line too. But if someone's going to step the fuck up and lay the hammer, it needs to be done. It really does. So, you know, just to summarize. Uh, and, and their guard are not playing, right? He's out. Uh, what's his name? Yeah. 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 So Joe Thune yeah. is out. I will say, though, Nick Allegretti, their backup guard, is arguably one of the best backup guards in the league. He, he would be a starter on this team right now. That's how good he is. And also kind of how bad our fucking block. He has to block Rave, though, so. You know, I personally, a lot of people have been talking about Hargrave kind of struggling a little bit and just not seeing him be the guy who we all thought he was when he got signed on. I personally think that hamstring that was bothering him earlier in the season has been bothering him now. I definitely think he has not been playing up to his potential, but these guys have had a couple weeks off to rest. I think we have a great defensive line rotation. Javon Kinlaw has been stepping up like crazy too. So, yeah, I, I agree. Hargrave, Kinlaw, those guys need to step up, but... I mean, you know, the back of guard is still a back of guard at the end of the day. We have to take advantage of that. And it's, our, it's our time for a defensive line to shine, guys. It really is. It, it really fucking is. I, I want Chase Young and to step up, bro. He needs to step on that edge. He, yeah. I got to see him push the, 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 the tackle backwards into Mahomes and make Mahomes yeah. go up the pocket. Are we actually going and to see a holding call, you guys? Do we? I hope so because, I mean, they're <laughs> – their tackles are one of the more, at least uh, the guy that was on the Jags before. Like he's hey, really well. The Chiefs real. Did you say holding? Yeah. The Chiefs real. Yeah. yeah one of them holds gonna... seven times. The other one held eight times. Yeah. Hey, the the real X factor for the Chiefs ain't throwing any flags against them. So let's just. Well, the, well, you know that you know that we're getting the same officiating uh, team that we got in '54. Yeah, that we had last time. Bill fucking pain. Yeah. Really quick. Really quick, Perry, talk your shit, man. Tell us why we're going to win this game, man. Hold nothing back. Let these Chiefs fans know we ain't fucking around, man. You know, I was really thinking about how the fuck we scored 20 points in the last Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. I I could not believe that. Oh, is this falling on me? Is that what this is? Oh, shit. Okay. Talk okay, your so, shit, baby. Damn. Talk your shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I was reflecting today. I was like, how the fuck did we score 20 points with Jimmy Garoppolo? 
I thought 20 points was fucking amazing, given what we saw from Garoppolo in the entire playoffs. And it's like, holy shit, this is the most limited quarterback we have ever had in the fucking history of this team since Brian fucking Hoyer. So it's like, how do we score 20? The fact that Brock Purdy can deliver the fucking ball anywhere on the field with the most confidence I've ever seen a quarterback in my lifetime play for the Niners. Mind you, I'm 26, right? So I didn't get to see young Montana or Garcia. I, I didn't get to enjoy that. So to see a quarterback do that now is fucking insane. And my last thing. The fact that people think Shanahan and the Niners cannot come the fuck back, bullshit. Total bullshit. Tell them, bro. How, tell how them. are you guys oh, going man. to tell me? Well, not you guys. But how are people going to tell me that the 49ers can't come back when they have the most explosive offense in the entire league? I, I'm sorry, but we will shit on the 17-point deficit any day. If we go into the halftime down, I will never lose confidence in my team. I believe in Shanahan. I believe in Purdy. But most importantly, I think people are sleeping on Purdy. My hottest fucking take I've had that I've been thinking about, and it's going to be really bold because I have to go up very soon, but you guys can talk about this for a second. Brock Purdy becomes our next Montana and will never throw an interception in the Super Bowl for every Super Bowl he's in. I am 100% Purdy. I like that. The most cleanest football we've ever seen him play. I believe in this kid. I yeah. really do. And Christian Brandon, you guys know especially, I was so I was so uh, reluctant on Purdy because I was a big Lance guy myself. And when we, when we moved Lance, I was like, oh, fuck. But I am fully bought in on Purdy. I fully believe in him being the next coming in Montana. Cleanest game of Super Bowl we'll ever see. And I wouldn't be fucking surprised if we step up and we win this game by 20 at minimum. At fucking minimum. Debo, CMC, IU, Kittle, these guys did not come to fuck around. They have come way too far to get to this point where they're at now. Just to roll over to the fucking Taylor Swift and Travis fucking Kelsey, man. I am so tired of that shit. So they need to step up. I believe in these guys to drop a prediction. Now, Niners 35, Chiefs 14. I really firmly believe in that, you guys. I believe in an ass-whooping 110%. Guys, I love y'all so fucking much. Peace out. And again, Brock Purdy, fucking Joe Montana 2.0. I believe in it. All right. Thanks, Barry. Appreciate it, man. Enjoy your class. All right, Barry. Good time in class, brother. All right, man. That's the easiest way to end it right there, man. (laughs) On that. So we're going to know that. Thank you, Perry, for joining in last minute and putting your two cents. Uh, with that being said, we'll see you guys after the Super Bowl. Bang, bang, Niner gang. We're getting this dub, and we're getting number six, baby. Let's get that Lombardi. Go Niners. Let's go. F the Raiders. Just kidding, bro.